Hey everybody, Jim Young with Evolved Athletics Radio. This is episode 28, and I want to talk about two fitness myths that seem to pop up quite a bit, and I'm not sure if I'd really categorize these as myths, as more misconceptions, and I want to preface all of this by saying, you know, I've I've spoken a lot about my job, my daytime job, my full-time job, and uh I guess part of that position is I also manage the agency's uh, gym, essentially, which is pretty unique because here in the state of Michigan, there aren't too many, actually, I don't know if there's any anymore, that have community mental health agencies that actually own their own gym. So, But in any case, part of my position is I... I take care of all the day-to-day operations at at the gym. Um, So, you know, I I talk to uh, a lot of different people from all kinds of different backgrounds. Some of them I work with uh, as part of my job, and some of them are community members. Um, So there's, you know, kind of a, a clear distinction between the people that I work with and the people that are community members, but they all seem to share a commonality, and it's these two, I call them myths, but they're, again, they're really misconceptions. And the first one is that they have to do, you know, long bouts of continuous cardiovascular exercise. So, for instance, um, we had an influx of memberships. You know, we sold a, a lot of memberships over the last couple of weeks. And one of the things that I'm seeing a lot is, you know, our facility is pretty small and we only have about, let's see, probably about 10 pieces of cardio, uh, actually 15 because we have some spin bikes. So we've got 15 pieces of cardio equipment and in the evenings, I'd say Monday through Thursday in the evenings for probably a couple of hours, we see pretty much every piece of cardio equipment taken up. And it's because a lot of people when they're coming in, they think that, you know, all of this cardiovascular exercise is going to lead to weight loss. So, you know, up the amount of cardio that you're doing and you'll lose weight without really any thought to nutrition or uh, the fact that they have to be in a caloric deficit, which just that concept for some of these people is is foreign. Now, for some of the individuals that do kind of understand that concept, for those individuals, they have it in their mind, and here's the other, you know, myth or misconception is they have to create uh, such a drastic caloric deficit to lose weight that they end up burning themselves out. Now, in both cases, both misconceptions, because they're they're so drastic, most of those people burn themselves out fairly quickly, right? Because you're only going to be able to push your body so hard and so long that at some point it's going to retaliate, right? I mean, if you go in and you're, you know, pounding away on a treadmill or you know, rowing for hours on end multiple times a week, right, without a lot of recovery, you're you're going to burn yourself out, right? You're going to start to resent the fact that you exercise. You're going to see it as something that, 
you know, as a means to an end, and that really shouldn't be um, a really even a thought when it comes to exercise. You know, right? Exercise is is something that challenges us and allows us to explore, you know, what we're capable of. And when used wisely, we can make great leaps in not only our physical fitness, but I also believe in the aesthetics as well, as long as that nutrition, you know, is is in place for that. So, so again, that misconception of, you know, long bouts of cardiovascular exercise, you know, so there's that misconception. And the, the other one, the drastic calorie cutting, I had a woman uh, earlier today say that, you know, she wasn't sure what she was eating before, but she thought that 1,400 calories sounded really good to her. So that was her target. So, and and typically I don't do this with public members, but, you know, I strike up a conversation because I'm kind of curious what what people are working on and what brings them into a gym and things like that. You know, it's just, you know, it's my occupation. It's, It's what I've been doing for, you know, a decade. So, you know, I'm talking to her and she picks this 1,400 calorie, you know, arbitrarily out of the air, this target. And I said, well, you know, how long do you think this is going to be sustainable for you? Because you really don't know where you were starting at and you're arbitrarily picking out this number. And she goes, well, it doesn't really matter because as soon as I lose the weight, I'm just going to go back to doing what I was doing before. And I said, well, doesn't that defeat the purpose? I mean, if you're not if you're not finding a balance, you're likely to put that weight back on, right? <clears throat> and she laughed a little bit and she said, well, I'm not really worried about that right now because I know I can do this. And my thought was that my initial thought was I, I'm, I'm afraid for this lady, right? Because what's going to happen is she's going to get two or three or maybe four weeks on the road and she's going to struggle, right? Struggle to meet this 1,400 calories because my guess is that she was probably consuming large amounts of food, right? And I wouldn't be surprised if she's, you know, close to halving the amount of calories that she's consumed, that she was consuming. And it just, this isn't going to be sustainable for her. So typically when these topics come up and I'm talking to clients, you know, these are things that I really tread lightly with because for whatever reason, these two specific concepts really they seem to make sense to beginners and i guess i kind of see where they're coming from but in the same token you know there has to be a level of sustainability there right i mean you can only change your behavior so much you know before you go from bending to breaking right that might be a, a poor analogy, but you, I think you get what I'm saying. You know, instead of making modest or moderate changes in behavior to accommodate what you're trying to do, people think that harder's better, faster's better, you know, cut as many corners as you can, push it as hard as you can. And I'm not sure where this mindset originates from. 
And I'm sure it's instilled into us as kids somewhere and we pull it out, you know, periodically in life. But, you know, harder, faster, bigger, stronger, more, 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 you know, these, this kind of mindset, I I think it pops up more often than we like to admit. And these two particular instances are prime examples. You know, we, we do this a lot in life and I think it really sets us back. You know, look at work work life balance for instance, right? Work is hopefully for some somewhat enjoyable, right? Cuz if it's not and it's a means to an end, I think a lot of people dread it. And that's I think that's one of the reasons why people hate Mondays because they hate their job and they don't want to they don't want to get up and go and do it. You know, and not not all of us are lucky enough to find something that you know we're passionate about and the the work is rewarding and the people that we work with you know allow us that that added enjoyment right but these two misconceptions these two myths of excessive cardiovascular exercise and drastic calorie cutting are problematic and i think I think as a fitness profession, you know, as an industry, I I think the professionals that work within the industry, including myself, we need to do a better job of getting the word out that this those two misconceptions aren't going to cut it. And if anything, they're going to hinder your overall reaching of your goal, you know. I've seen over the years where people will do these, you know, cycles where they are able to follow their plan, you know, where however they develop it for so long and they make pretty good, you know, pretty good uh progress. They make pretty good progress and for whatever reason they reach this point where they they just can't do it anymore. And of course, it's because they haven't been able to reach this balance, but, you know, the time frame that they're able to make it to, for whatever reason, they just, they reach that end of their ability to continue what they're doing. And they tend to binge and completely stop exercising and it just, everything that they work so hard for goes away. And then... (laughs) They hit this realization, and I think some of its guilt and shame start to emerge, and then they go back to it, and they try to do full force, you know, two hours of cardio every night, and, you know, 14 to 1,800 calories, and, you know, just these really arbitrary targets. No guidance, you know, and a lot of times these individuals, they're trying to rush and push things you know, into the direction that they want to go, not realizing that what they're going to eventually do is come full circle back to where they started. So they might see some progress and then circle back around and end up where they started. Now, <clears throat> I'm, I, well, I'm not ashamed. I used to be ashamed. I'm, I'm not so much anymore, but, you know, I'm, I think I'm one of those people. I'm coming out of that though, only because I think over the last, well, probably since January, I've done a lot of self-reflection and, 
you know, I think my age has something to do with that too. I, I wonder about, you know, where I'm at in life and stuff, some of the decisions that I've made. And I have to admit, you know, when I was younger, when I was in my 20s, I'd say even younger than that, you know, when I first started lifting weights, you know, these two concepts weren't far from my mind because I've always been a, a you know, a heavier person. And so that drastic calorie cutting, you know, at that time, this was, oh, early 90s, you know, I we didn't have a strong grasp on calories or macronutrients or anything like that. And I think, you know, if I were to dig back through, you know, those archives, I would imagine that we didn't have as a as a field, as a science, I don't think we had as strong a grasp as, you know, we do now like 20 years, you know, 20 plus years later. But but I've I've fallen victim to these two misconceptions as well. You know, I think the leg up that I have now is now we have enough science and research to back up some of the, you know, advice and some of the direction that we give now as, you know, we didn't have it when I was younger. So, so again, you know, these, these two misconceptions, they really need to be squashed. We really want to find something that's sustainable, you know, and if you're struggling to find that balance, you know, if it's, if it helps join a group, find a coach, uh, look into programs. I mean, if you're all about reading books, there's a crap ton of books out there. Um, my, my first place that I started was textbooks, and then I've kind of went on from there. Uh, it's probably one of the reasons why I eventually got my my master's degree in exercise physiology and sports medicine because that was so interesting uh, what the the body was able to do. But also learning some of the limits, you know, how far you can push until you need to back away, and it, that does tend to be somewhat of a personal. Uh, you know, variance because it's not just physical at that point, it becomes mental, emotional, you know, you have those limits as well that you have to, you know, be able to uh, deal with and accommodate. So, so again, those two misconceptions, long bouts of cardiovascular exercise and drastic calorie cutting, those, these are things that need to be squashed. They don't do anybody any favors. They don't speed up the process. If anything, uh, it's been my experience, and I would bet that other physiologists and personal trainers and coaches out there would say the same thing, that they have seen clients or other people you know, go through pretty vicious cycles of you know, making progress and then ending up where they started off at. So I'm curious if you fall into either one of these groups or even, you know, both of these, you know, misconceptions, I want to hear what you have to say. So you can always reach me at evolvedathletics uh, at gmail.com. You can check out the website evolvedathletics.com or you can join the Facebook group. Uh, Just it's simply called Evolved Athletics Community. There's a link in the description. So check it out and I'll see you there. As always, I appreciate you guys listening till the end.